Support for the On Pluto podcast comes from Us Against Alzheimer's and The A-List, bringing the voices of Alzheimer's patients and families to research and care. Welcome to the On Pluto podcast, Inside the Mind of Alzheimer's Disease. Journalist Greg O'Brien was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's eight years ago when he was just 59 years old. He tells his story in the book On Pluto. Now Greg talks about the assignment of his life as a reporter embedded inside the mind of Alzheimer's disease. There is no treatment, prevention, or cure for this disease. And Greg says there have been moments when he has contemplated suicide. I've been there right to the edge. And um, I have prostate cancer. I've had um, five biopsies. I have cancer in my prostate in five places. I'm not treating it. Um, I, I think we have wonderful um, facilities and, and nursing homes, and I, I don't want to say anything that denigrates any of that. So we have wonderful facilities. You asked me a question as a journalist, I'm trying to answer it in an honest way. But I've seen what my grandfather went through. I've seen firsthand what my mother went through. I've seen the trip that my uncle went through. I saw the dementia uh, uh, tendencies with my own father. I do not want to take my family to that place. So there was a time a couple of years ago with one of the, the uh, biopsies in, in prostate cancer. People could read about it. You tend to bleed a little bit. But um, something went horribly wrong, and I started to bleed more than generally you do. And then I started to hemorrhage. And I didn't tell anyone. Um, my, my stomach was filling up every 15 minutes with blood, and I was excreting it for two minutes of straight blood coming out for 36 hours. I did not tell anyone because I thought it was my ticket out of here. And um, I, in the end, lost eight pints of blood. Anyone who understands can go online and, and realize you lose five, you're on your way out. Your body holds ten. And um, I remember being on the couch after losing close to eight pints, and you want to call it the universe, you want to call it God, I call it God, saying, okay, pal, you go to sleep tonight, you're probably not waking up. And guess what? You don't have the right to do that. So what are you going to do now, smart guy? And so at midnight, I got in the car, having lost close to eight pints of blood, dumbass that I am, and I believe through the power of God, I drove to Cape Cod Hospital a half hour away from my house. I walked into the emergency room. They took one look at me. They took me right in. Um, when I was there, I lost, and it's all my all of my medical records. I'm happy to show anyone. Um, I lost another 750 cc's of blood in the hospital. And I remember getting to that point where they talk about it, where you start to fade out. And I was starting to fade out. And I saw that light. And I said, and yet in my soul I knew I wasn't ready to go. Something on the other side was holding me back. And I remember saying, God, take me home 
bring me back, but please don't leave me in this place. Within two minutes, the doctors came back and said, we figured it out, we know what we're going to do this procedure, we know how to stop the bleeding. They stopped it. They gave me six pints of blood, kept me in the hospital, Cape Cod Hospital, three days. They said, your body will make up the rest. They knew, as my doctor calls it, you had to put in my medical records, exsanguination. Apparently means you're trying to take your life by bleeding to death. And the nurse comes in the next day, and she says, Mr. O'Brien, do you realize that um, you're supposed to be dead? And I said, I know, but no one had the courtesy to tell me. Fast forward again, six months ago, um, I'm on Cape Cod, and I'm driving my yellow Jeep. And I bought the yellow Jeep because um, my mother, in, in, in close to death, was fascinated with the color yellow. And um, my brother Tim bought a yellow Jeep, and then I bought a yellow Jeep, and she was so excited about the color yellow, just to get into it. And I did some uh, research, and... and Yellow, among other things, is the color of angels. And I said, oh, my God, the angels are coming to take my mom home. And I'll never forget when I took her to the nursing home, um, she, uh, she was upset, but she went with me, and, and we're driving down the nursing home, and there were two yellow cars in front of us and two yellow cars behind us. And I called my brother Tim, and I said, you're not going to believe this. Two yellow cars in front, two yellow cars behind. Well, they peeled off. And I said, okay. Minutes later, two yellow cars in front, two yellow, all the way down the nursing home. Um, when my mother died, and um, we're at the funeral home, got a lot, I'm one of 10 kids, we've got 48 nieces and nephews, we're an Irish cult, and um, we, we uh, um, Everyone was piling into the limo to, from the, 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 the funeral home to go to the mass. And I took my brother, um, Tim, and I said, you take your yellow Jeep and put it in front of the hearse, and I'm going to take my yellow Jeep and put it behind it, and we're taking Mom to church and home surrounded by angels. Fast forward from that moment to last December, six months ago. I'm driving near my house um, on Cape Cod on a back road, and a deer shoots out. Question is, was it a deer, or did I imagine the deer? Because I'm seeing things now, and I'm not allowed to drive at night anymore. Um, they took my license to drive at night, as they should. So um, right in front of a church, I pull the Jeep sharply to the right, I hit a stone wall, the Jeep is airborne. It crashes. It flips over my four-door yellow Jeep. It rips the top of the hood off. My head hits the um, windshield with such a force that um, the, the cut that I got on my head had to be closed with surgical staples on the way uh, after I got to the emergency room in an ambulance. The doctor said you should not have survived that crash. That crash was at the church where we had the funeral for a mother who died of Alzheimer's. Four days later, I get a text from my brother Tim. Greg, you're not going to believe this. I call him. I said, what happened? He said, I'm driving on I-95. He lives outside um, New Haven. 
the winter roads December. And he said, a car in the right lane pushed my yellow Jeep into the left lane. It crashed into another car. It pushed the car back, it, his Jeep, into the other lane. They flipped the cars around. His axle was broken in half. His car was total. He had an injury. The doctor said, you shouldn't have walked away from that crash. I, I, I'm just saying, this is just so, when we talk about what I'm supposed to do, I ain't worried about death. I'm just worried about doing what I'm supposed to do. And I, I, I've been blessed enough to see this. I've tried to take my life, and God said no. I had an injury, a, a car crash that I was supposed to die, and I didn't die. My brother Tim, in a yellow car, was in a car crash that he shouldn't have walked away from. And it's like I feel God saying, are you freaking getting it? You've been listening to the On Pluto podcast. In your own words, how do you work through the dark times as you fight this disease? Let us know by visiting onplutopodcast.org.